What's that noise? Popcorn. You're making popcorn? Uh-huh. I only eat popcorn at the movies. Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Oh, just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. Shut up and breathe more popcorn. Shut up and breathe more popcorn. Waka waka guys, welcome back to another episode of Shut Up and Refill My Popcorn. Today's episode is going to be Scream 3 from 2000. So, unplug your cell phones from the wall, turn off the lights, make you a big ass bucket of popcorn as we get into this movie after a word from our sponsor. Hey everybody, it's me, it's your girl Cassandra. Serious Mysterious is back on the air. Check me out weekly, bi-weekly. And if your cards are right, I might even try it weekly. Serious Mysterious is on all your podcasting providers. Bye! Alright guys, getting back into horror franchises and I was gonna save this for next Halloween but I figured why not just pull the trigger on the Scream franchise since the latest in the franchise came out this week talking about Scream 5 but they're just going with just Scream so uh so yeah we're gonna talk about Scream 3 why well, say we it's only me you know you ain't talking about myself so Scream 3 came out in 2000. Now, the first two films uh, were highly praised. And and I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes. And you got positive audience and tomato meter scores. um, Even on media media critic. But Scream 3 has a 41% on the tomato meter. And an audience score of 37%. Now compare that with the other two, it's, or the other, what, three, four, whatever, it's probably, it's the lowest of them them all. So that is one of the reasons why I picked this film. Another reason why I picked this film is because Jay and Silent Bob are in it. That was the fucking, that was the one thing that stuck in my head when I first saw this movie back in the day was, hey, that's Jay and Silent Bob. Like, I, I didn't know it was them. But I knew they were, they were somebody, or they were, I don't know. It was it was fun to see them, kind of cameo in the show, or in the movie, in the show. Um, but no, like, I never really saw the first one. Okay, the first Scream movie I saw was Scream Two, and it's one of those things where you kind of have to. You have, I mean, with everything out there, you have to watch from. You get the first one, the second one, and the third one. You can't just. Oh, I'm gonna start with the third one and then the sit and then go back. You know that you have to one, two, and three, boom, to really get the full scope of the story. Now, um, watching this one, I remember it had to, all these movies had to do with Sydney's. Uh, I say Sydney, Sydney, right? Sydney. I keep saying Cindy. I'm thinking of a scary movie. 
but they all had to do with her mother, Maureen. Uh, in this film, now, the beginning, when I, I remember watching it, I remember Cotton was somebody involved in the whole, the storyline. Like, he was an important person. Uh, from the second movie, I remember they was, I mean, obviously, the, the story is Maureen's, or Sydney's mother was the reason why all the killing started. Now, Maureen from the first film was basically fucking around on her husband with Billy's dad. Uh, Billy, who this just caused him to go crazy and go on a killing spree, which is the plot of the first screen movie. And the second one was, man, what was the main reason for the second one? But nonetheless, uh, all this spans uh, for this storyline. The plot of this movie is, spoiler alert, Sydney has a half-brother and he is the killer. Now, this movie starts off like a lot of them, like most of them start, I don't know, I can't say most of them. I'd say the first two movies always had a fucking badass opening. You know, you had that one with Drew Barrymore who dies like five minutes into the film that she's plastered all over the posters and all that shit um the second one you had jada pinkett smith you know being a tip you know i mean they make fun of it in scary movie where she's yelling in the, in the movie theater and she dies and all that shit this one we see cotton who for some reason for what as of present this during this movie he is a talk show host and in the most cheesy way it's a hundred, it's called a hundred percent cotton. Like not even Jerry Springer's show or Judge Judy or even like what's a everything is like the star's name and then show at the end. You know what I mean? Like Wendy Williams show. Um, uh, I think Drew Barrymore has a talk show. Like they all have the insert celebrity name and then show, even or just Ellen is just Ellen. You know what I mean? This one, they went with the whole make it cornier than corny and call it 100% cotton because my name's Cotton. Oh, this isn't video, but you will see me slapping the shit out of my face. Um, He's contacted by the killer who says, who threatens to uh, kill his um, girlfriend. Now, the killer has his... I guess new and improved voice changing machine or device where it sounds like um the like if you want to sound like Dewey it'll make you sound like Dewey and then it'll make you sound like the killer like what's your favorite scary movie you know what I mean so um yeah maybe cause I haven't really it's been a while since I've seen the first scream so I'm gonna say that the same machine is in that movie and it's been a while, long ass time since I've seen the second one. Um, so, Cotton uh, hauls ass back to his house, tries to help his girlfriend. She thinks he's the killer because he's always playing, I'm the killer. Like, he's always fucking with her. And she she's, gets stabbed in the back. And while Cotton and the killer fight, he gets fucked up and he dies. And cue the title sequence. So now, 
what's going on is Gail Weathers, who's basically going on a book tour or like a college campus, like speaking tour or whatever. And this fucking chair is squeaky as hell. God dang. Now, so she gets informed by Detective Mark Kincaid, played by Patrick Dempsey. I think that's how you say his name. And then he basically says, I guess, well, hey, you know, we need your help. Or if you can get a hold of Sydney or whatever, because all of this is going around. And they're making a new Stab movie. Now, Stab, I think it was introduced in the second film, which makes sense because, oh, it's the, I want to say it's like the metaverse or something. Like, it has to do with meta or whatever. Like, oh, it's a thing within the thing or whatever. Um, so she goes to Hollywood too, because they're filming Stab 3, Can, uh, cameo, Cotton was making a cameo in the film, he's the first one to die, um, this, uh, we start to see, well, after this scene, we, we see Sydney, who's living in solitude, changed her name, uh, has security up the a hole like she's got a security fence gate and then security inside the house and all this other stuff she's actually working as a um, crisis counselor for abused women at home um then we cut to gail meeting up with dewey and the cast of this new of the stab film uh and some of the people in this uh who are playing certain characters in this film inside of a film i think we have uh jenny mccarthy um who does she play she plays some she plays the dumb blonde one i guess i don't know but she she's like the second one to die um then we see the person who's supposed to be playing gail oh what's her name Jeannie jolly or Jeannie jolie i'm on wikipedia guys i'm looking Bear with me. Jennifer Jolie. And uh, she's played by Parker Posey. She's been... she's You've seen her in a bunch of stuff. Um, And so, yeah. So, now she's... They're basically figuring out who done it or who's next or whatever. Well, she's freaking out. So, she, Dewey's living on her property. And her... And she, I guess her living bodyguard or whatever is the dude from... Uh, oh, what's his name? He's the dude from Seinfeld. He plays the dumb guy. You've seen him. Oh, what was that show? Oh, David Spade. Oh. I'm going to find his fucking name. Patrick Warburton. I think that's how you say his name. Anyway, he's that dude. Uh, he used to be the Tick, if y'all remember that old 2001 show. Um, So anyways, they're freaking out, or she's freaking out, so... They're trying to figure out what the connection... Because the killer is leaving pictures of Maureen at the scene of each crime. So they're trying to figure out what's the connection between Maureen and the killings. And um, basically the killer who we find out is her half-brother, played by Scott Foley. Uh, Nobody cares, Sean. Nobody cares. Uh, his name is Roman Bridges. Yeah, yeah, you got to be a Scrubs fan to know what the fuck I just said. Uh, Roman Bridger, who 
at the time is just it's so it's crazy how because like it's been a while since I've seen it, but it like rewatching it, I remember it has to be him because he was involved in the screams and some at some one of these screams he was involved in, and then rewatching it, it brought my memory back that oh wait he's the killer or something, and so. But, like, he plays the character of, like, oh, but like a, not a bumbling idiot, but just a warrior. Kind of like, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, my God, they're going to, can't believe they're shutting down the filming and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's, he's bitching and complaining so much, you're almost like, okay, let's forget about that, dude. Let's worry about these other characters in the scene. And so, he gets, quote, unquote, uh, fingered, not fingered, but he, it points to him that, oh, he was going to be the, like, weren't you, you just told Sarah, uh, played by Jenny McCarthy, to before she died to come see you in your office? But I was like, I didn't talk to her. I didn't talk to her. So almost, he's the real killer, but somehow he frames himself, and I guess he gets off of it. I mean, gets away with it because they, they obviously they couldn't connect him. Uh, so throughout this film, you're seeing Gail and Dewey kind of rekindle the relationship in a way where she's not jealous but she is jealous and he's kind of like using that one chick to kind of I guess uh, make her jealous or whatever Uh, but anyways they all meet together at uh, the fake Gail's house and everybody's just freaking out because they've shut down production and this and that the killer goes after them. The guy playing Dewey on the movie, he gets blown up in a house explosion because his dumbass went back inside because they were getting fax machines, fax messages from the killer. And for some he couldn't see the message. For some reason, he decides to light up a cigarette. Well, the gas lines were on or leaking or whatever. And boom, them up for bye, fool. And so they fall down because of course it's a Hollywood home so there, there's some kind of house on the hill deal where they're falling down the hill uh, the killer almost gets to Gale Dewey shoots at him from the from I guess he stopped at a point on top of the hill where he shoots at him I think he hits him or something sorry and then they're kind of like trying to catch like get everybody together regroup and like what's going on like oh my god okay and they find another picture. The two girls decide to investigate what does this mean. So they go to, I believe it's the archives, the studio archives, where we see we get a cameo from Princess Leia herself, uh, Miss, oh, what's her name? Carrie Fisher, who, that's another thing in this movie. We see, and like I said, I'm on the Wikipedia page and they kind of brought it up. The connections between this film and the movie they're making, that world, the parallels of how all that Harvey Weinstein shit was, you know, like in 2017. Um, I'm just going to read what they put here. It's titled Post-2017 Re-Evaluation. In the wake of the scandal involving the Scream Films executive producer Harvey Weinstein, several publications noted the parallels between Weinstein's behavior and the themes of abuse featured in the film, particularly uh, those involving Maureen Prescott, the late mother of the film series protagonist, Sidney. 
2017. Christian Yoon Kim noted that the scene in which John Milton, portrayed by Lance Her- Erickson, discusses taking advantage of us of ex- bleh, taking advantage of and aspiring actresses. Say that shit five times fast. In 2019, the film's editor Patrick Lusar, Loser, Loser, whatever, discussed those particular themes and Wes Craven's approach to them, saying of Erickson's character Wes, I think was very interested in that character as not necessarily the villain. He certainly is a villain, but as a catalyst for the villain's motivation. Uh, He's really the spark of the... He's really the spark for the events or retconned that he is the spark for the events in the entire series, which is kind of obvious. You see, long story short, Maureen went to Hollywood... uh, as a youngster and began acting in the character John Milton's uh, films. And he even admits it was the seventies. It's that whole, like you got to sleep to get ahead. You know what I mean? And basically long story short, she was raped. Uh, apparently it was gang rape. I don't know, but she was, she got pregnant by John Milton. She had the kid Gave him up for adoption. The kid grows up trying to find his real family and or find his anybody, his mother or father, finds her. She doesn't want nothing to do with him. Basically says that was Rhea. Oh, I forget what the fuck her name was. They call her. She is. I'm trying to find her fucking name. Where is it? Something Ripley, Rhea Ripley, not Rhea, that's a, that's a wrestler, <laughs> oh fuck, oh what the fuck is her name, anyways he finds the mother, she says no that's, your mother died, blah blah blah, this pisses him off where he, to the point where he's stalking her, videotaping her, where she sees, he sees her sleeping around with, um, Billy Loomis's brother, I mean brother, father, and other people with Cotton, and she takes this footage, or she he takes this footage, sorry, to Billy, and this motivates him to kill, you know, to start the events of Scream, and then, long story short, he's using... In this film, in this particular plot, that he's going to kill all these people, but he's going to frame Sydney because of, for whatever reason, oh, it was John Milton who defiled my mother and blah, blah, blah. And she ends up dying where it makes him, like Roman, look like the sole survivor. He's basically jealous of his half-sister because she... She got all this fame and notoriety from these killings from the first film, which he was the fucking reason for, but he didn't get no credit, and so he's jealous, and now he's got this elaborate plan to frame her of these mar- murders on this set of a movie based on her life events. So it's really, like, almost Inceptionist when you think this happened in this, but it's in this world and blah, blah, blah. Like, what the fuck? But... That's his plan. He wants to frame her for these murders and blah, blah, blah. She, um, they have this huge end of the movie fight where 
he reveals everything and then she shoots him he's wearing body armor he's wearing a bulletproof vest he does the same thing to her she gets shot up and we see i love how they did that turnaround where they're like where the camera and the film is following the uh, roman as he hears dewey and everybody try, or everybody else trying to get into this secret screening room he looks to where he shot sydney and she, the body's gone so it's like flip flop floop these motherfuckers uh or then she reveals herself and shoots him and then she reveals that she was wearing a bulletproof vest then at the end you know dewey and them come in in the scene, screening room he jumps out right he stabs her so he stabs him sorry <laughs> so sydney stabs roman thinking he's dead of course movie rules he's not really dead he's almost quote unquote superhuman as uh jamie kennedy said randy's character or jamie kennedy's character randy man it's, i'm trying I'm trying to finish this uh synopsis um this damn train is driving by choo choo fuck that train so he's quote unquote dead well he jumps up he's still alive with the fucking knife in his hand Dewey shoots him like two or three times in the in the chest area where he obviously has body or a bulletproof vest and Sydney just yells out shoot him in the head shoot him in the head so finally he shoots him in the head boom he's dead I oh no he kills uh John Milton he had him he had him secretly uh tied up in the screen screening room um by he I mean Roman and that's the end of the movie that is basically the rundown of this film um oh and the the end of the movie is kind of weird too where she kind of goes home and is hanging out with the detective and Dewey and Gail who at this point have he proposed to her so I guess she said yes they're gonna watch a movie she walks into the room she just closed the door behind her somehow the wind opens it up and she just looks at it like it's okay I don't have to fear the world. I'm going to go watch a movie. Bitch, close your fucking door. You're going to let all these fucking animals and shit. You live in the fucking woods. You're going to let fucking raccoons and shit come into your fucking house. And you're going to be like, oh, I can't believe it. Because you didn't close the fucking door. Your dog's shitting in the fucking living room. Who knows how long it's been since you cleaned up that motherfucker's mess. I don't know. I don't like open doors. No open doors. So, that's going to be it, guys. That's basically the film um i want to say a few things from the rotten tomatoes site what the audience kind of gave this is where you at this is the critics nobody wants to see the critics one guy says scream 3 is complete garbage and has devolves and has devolves into the very thing that the series started out mocking now in trilogy territory, Sydney must once again confront the ghost face killer when he taunts her with clues to her mother's past as he kills off the cast of the latest Stab movie. Campbell, Cox, and Arquette return and are joined by Parker Posey, Patrick Dempsey, Lance Henriksen, and Jenny McCarthy. The story is complete garbage and the acting, if it can be called such, is awful. There's nothing clever or insightful in this film. It's just insipid trip or tripe. 
Uh, Scream 3 is a sad, pathetic sequel that bears little resemblance to the original. Uh, a shorter one is says, Wes, you're better than this, becomes itself becomes itself from the beginning. This was a two-star rating. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's a long one. Fuck that one. <laughs> that's one that three stars. Scream 3 just didn't need to be made. If only they'd kept it at as two films, it seems too far short of its own cynical nature. And much like the Shrek franchise did, it became exactly what it was set out to parody. Quite unfortunate, really. So, those are just some comments. I mean, I could read some critic stuff. Uh, Jack Matthews from New York Daily News, top critic, says, The series is already so dense with internal references and expositions that it's on the verge of becoming more of a trivia game than a movie series. Still, for the initiated, the third time's a charm for everyone else. It's just a scream. Because that was alright. This is from Lisa Alspector from Chicago. The title movie belabors the idea that it's the last of a trilogy rather than the third in a series. Which I think that's what they were going for. the typical, hey, it's a trilogy, to the end of the, the trilogies, basically, you know, end of the story. No more films afterwards. If there are going to be film afterwards, it should be a re reboot or something. I don't know. But, like, we saw with The Matrix uh, Resurrections. Like, the first three, first one, awesome. Second one, eh. Third one, holy shit, really. And then they made this fourth one, which confused the fuck out of everybody. And it's like, just stop. You're going to the well for no reason, only because of the notoriety that the original film had. And it's like, you can't... It's like the Terminator series. You, The first one was good. The second one was awesome. And then everything after that was just... Was basically shit. I mean... Just it did, you know, three, four, and five. Even the sixth one, it's like which one smells work, which one smells, and is <laughs> messier than. Okay, this is a turd, but that's a solid turd. That one's a little diary-ish, you know, it's a little mushy. That one's straight liquid. Holy crap! What the fuck was that all about? You know what I mean? Like you're trying to top, and I get it. I get you're trying to top. Because some some sequels are better as they progress in the franchise. But it, then it's just, you know, what the fuck? What the actual fuck are y'all doing? You're just trying to piggyback on that name, on that notoriety that this film got. So it's like, I mean, you scored an even 100. You can't go past that. You can't get 101. Everything else is just downhill. So... That's my review of the film. Um, t- thinking about it, you know, about the other, the previous two films, I might just go back and watch them. And then I might even watch the fourth when they came out. I forgot they made a part four almost 10 years ago, or already 10 years ago. It was like 2011. So I uh, heard good things about the new one. So maybe uh, we get a babysitter. I might take my girl out for a date. She loves scary movies. So. With that being said, guys, please please stay tuned for the outro and some podcast news.
That is it, guys. That is the episode. I want to thank you so much for checking it out. Please do me a solid. Go ahead up to shutuppopcorn.com and check out the link tree. Um, if you just want to find the, to, you know, straight to the links, you know, for the feeds or whatever, hit up the link tree uh, website. Uh, if you want to check out what I got going on on the main website, hit up shutuppopcorn.com. Uh, all those links going to be in the description of the podcast. Uh, that's going to be a wrap for January. February will mark the end of this season. And March will bring in a new season. And if you heard the last episode, you know I'm going to go a full year as a season. not going to stop at 15 or whatever. And I think that's a smart move on my end. You know making a whole year of episodes one season um if you want to jump on an episode by all means you're more than welcome whoever you are you're more than welcome to join me and discuss a movie of your choosing or one that's on the coming soon uh menu i guess Uh, all you got to do is hit me up on twitter you know either dm me or send or comment on one of the posts or whatever and um, I'm always open for that. I, I, there's a few people I need to recontact with and see if they're still interested. But, um, you know, you want to jump on, you know, hang out with me or whatever. Uh, get into that whole live streaming stuff using StreamYard and Restream, a bunch of different programs on the free version. Because you know how I do it. Cheap and efficient or efficient enough to get by good enough for government work you know what i'm saying so uh be on the lookout for those if you follow me on twitter please go and check me out on other uh social medias like facebook and stuff like that uh one of the streaming services uh doesn't i can't stream on the facebook page so i have to use a different service which won't allow me to multi-stream meaning i can't do it on it won't stream on more than one platform so it's a lot of give and take but i mean it is what it is um so um, that's what i have in mind that's what's at in my head at this time uh for the podcast still loving it still doing it. i need to get back into some sponsorships but um that as of right now hasn't been unless i made one and put it in this episode then you know what i'm talking about other than that uh you're gonna be hearing a lot of repeats a lot of old classic sponsor spots and whatnot um i need to get up off my ass and start doing some more uh sponsor spots but all in all that's gonna be it guys i hope you enjoyed this episode like i said i'm trying to get more into the horror franchises i've always been doing you know the other comedies actions um i don't know if there's any drama i wonder if there's any drama franchises but uh also gonna dive into actors and actresses so that being said i'd like to thank you again and encourage y'all to go check out some previous episodes you have a franchise in mind that or if you think that scream 3 wasn't the worst one of the whole bunch uh i know the new one just dropped but i'm seeing that it has a lot of positive reviews so i might actually hit up the theater and watch that one i don't know 
Um, but yeah, if you think it was, it was a toss up between three and four. And I remember watching three back in the day. So I just kind of went with three. And, uh, so that's that. This is it. So, uh, remember guys, if you ain't laughing, you ain't living. Take care of yourself and each other. Peace. Nanu, nanu.